The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don Delorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? What's going on? Listeners, so Don, have yes, you heard any um, wrestling news this week? Man, nah, not really. Nothing um, really, you know. Nothing came across my radar. <laughs> yeah, it just seemed like it was just a another quiet week as usual. Oh yeah, hey, you know, normally you would say, "Hey, you know, no, no," you would kind of drop a little hint that something might happen, you know. After you know, we record, you know, we just said last week, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, man, nothing's just popping up. It's just a very uneventful time in pro wrestling right now. You know, we said things were stale as far as storylines and news. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we just are out here surviving, man, trying to get through these summer months. Yeah, man, because you, you said the summer months is always the kind of the, the, the just the, the down, the down slide, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, we're being very facetious, y'all. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, let me tell you what I happened to do. So, Friday, I had a doctor's appointment, got off work early, did the doctor's appointment, ran some errands, came back home, uh, watched some of the G1, and was like, mm, I'm going to take a nap. So, it is like mm, <laughs> 3 o'clock, 3.15. It's like, you know, I'll sleep until like 4 o'clock. You know, 4.15, I'll be an hour, I'll be fine. Uh, Yeah, so at like 4 o'clock, 4.07 or something, my phone buzzes off. It's Jade to the max with a group text saying, Vince just retired. I'm like, am I, what? So, you know, do what everybody does when they hear news. Go to Twitter, and yeah, there it is, right there, trending. Vince McMahon retires as CEO and chairman. And we got Stephanie and Nick Khan, who's got to be the most pissed off man in America. Because, damn it, his plan didn't work. It almost did, but it didn't. And, uh, yeah. And then, you know what? I'm actually glad that we waited and had more time in between Friday and the time that we're recording this podcast because we got even more news to come out and break but I don't want to step on your toes man that's just it no I mean it's cool I mean you know we talk about it at the end but how my, our day was you know if you follow us on Twitter you know we normally talk about the major headlines and everything you know things you know, anything that happened in wrestling you know I, as a whole group of us uh, myself the tag Dawn uh, 
Collard Ring, Black Marble, Black Howard, Berlin, um, Bandlesette, Bisbee, Eagle Judah, no, um, and Wall Stallman, no, everybody be tagged in the thread, and you know, we talk about everything that goes on. So, you know, that early morning drop, the Triple H news drop, he's like, okay, you know, you know, everybody's like, you know, we talk and everything. Next thing you know, I see the, 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 the um, I see Bleacher Report with the notification. Next thing you know, Man was that was like, um, like, um, and then she, she, um, put the best tweet in there. Next thing you know, I'm hitting you up like, you ain't give the, the, the cold, you ain't give us the phrase, <laughs> the, the, the phrase we say after, after what happened after the, um, after every show. And then, uh, it, it was just a lot of just talking. And they did it right after the stock market closed. So that wouldn't affect the um the WWE stock, you know, with the um with the stock exchange and everything. Yeah, man. It's a classic, classic Friday. Classic stuff. What, what's, that, what's, that, what's that Jade said? What's that Jade said? I was like, I said that four o'clock afternoon, that Friday afternoon dump. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely never let you down. And we all just sitting there like, like, what is going on? Try to sneak it in before, uh, you know, right at the end of the week. Like, you know, okay, so it's after four o'clock. And I'm like, you you realize that, you know, this is a a, a ongoing news cycle. So if anything that happens, those those, those news publications will put articles out. And they won't, and they'll keep it going, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. You might think it'll come back on Monday. No, they will have somebody together putting the story together right then and there. But we'll get to that part in our main event because we got a lot to talk about. We got so much to talk about. We have a a pay per view coming up on Saturday. Yeah, man. SummerSlam is here. Premium live event. My man. Premium live event. SummerSlam is here. It is that time of the year, a month earlier than normal. Um, yes. But uh, it is time for that summertime tradition. So use the hashtag, our very first hashtag for our live tweets, Summer of Slams, to join us in our live tweet and our Twitter spaces. Uh, you guys hold it down for me. I'm going to be working all day on Saturday. Yeah, man. All day. Sorry, man. It's women's empowerment on Saturday. So, yeah. uh, women's empowerment. So basically, oh. it's, a, it's a big conference for black women leadership. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Well, you, better, you better go, better go support black women, sir. Yes. So, I'll be working that all day. So. Yes, that's where I'll be instead of uh, with you guys in a lot of tweets. I may be able to sneak in towards the uh, beginning of the show uh, once things calm down a little bit as we're waiting for it to end. Uh, so, so here's, here's the question for you. Yes, sir. Are you going to watch Ric Flair's story on Sunday? I may have some time to watch that on Sunday. <laughs> I may have some time. But like you said, I think I'll be more entertained and come away more impressed with the undercard and the different 
promotional matches that are inside yes. of that and see some people that I've seen maybe once or haven't seen or but heard a lot about and from other promotions I, I think that would be probably the real draw to that card in the end Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're going to preview SummerSlam right now. Again, hashtag SummerSlams this Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Share commentary with color and our live tweets and our Twitter spaces. So we'll start here at the bottom of the card. We got Logan Paul taking on The Miz. So, Mo, who you got? Um. Uh, this is as much as it pains me to say this. As much as it pains me to say this. Got DJ Paul. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with Logan Paul too, man. Even though they are fighting an uphill battle with that dude. They are. He said. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll never talk about that one. <laughs> we, we said it, but well, I know. I, I, as soon as I saw, it, I was like, yeah, "They gonna have a tough one trying to get this one over because we don't like it." <laughs> Mister, I want to rock with you himself, Seth Rollins, taking on a Riddle. Who you got? I'm going with Seth. Yeah, they've been beating uh, Riddle like a drum here lately, so I'm going with Seth, too. One year in the making. We have come full circle. Bianca Belair, the champion, defended her Raw Women's Championship against Becky Lynch, but this time it won't be no surprises. Nope. Who you got? I'm definitely going with Becky. You think it'll be those 26 seconds? Oh, it better be 26 seconds. Her kicking Becky in the gut. KOD, thank you very much. See y'all <laughs> next year. Thanks for coming. I'm going to go, go, go spend the rest of the weekend in Knoxville. It's not that far away. <laughs> Went back in the line, so it's... <laughs> All right, we got... Pat McAfee, everybody's favorite announcer. Oh. Huh? Who are you picking in the match? Oh, I'm picking Binky. Okay. Oh, sorry, I thought I said that. Sorry, sorry. I, I wrote it down here in my who you got, but I didn't uh, I didn't say okay. it on the podcast. All right, we got Pat McAfee here taking on bum-ass Corbin. Who you got? Um, uh, I'm a little pack. A little pack. All right. They got to have some heat on this car somewhere, so I'm going to go with Corbin. Yeah. They know they got history. Yeah. Corbin used to be on the Colts. Okay. Want to make sure you pay attention? Yeah. Making sure you pay attention, sir. You know. Could this be the night that somebody gets introduced yeah. to the barbershop window as the Usos are taking on the Street Profits 
for the <laughs> undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships with special guest referee J-E double F J-A double R E double T double J Jeff Jarrett who you got? Yeah, I saw what y'all were saying in the um in the live on the broadcast tweets, and I'm like, Uso retains. The Usos, yeah, I think so too, bro. But I know I'll say that the Montez did an interview, and kind of like, posted, I think I posted on Twitter, that tweeted on Twitter that, but I'll talk about it. It's that part of the show. I swear this week we should have just led with that, that part of the show because that's what everybody wants to hear us talk about anyway. They don't care well. They might care about the re, the quote unquote revamped edition of Monday Night Raw. Bobby Lashley defending that United States championship against the money in the bank holder theory. Who you got? Oh, championship. All right. Big Bobby. The win. Yep, same here. I can't have that. Have, we'll talk about theory. Oh, <laughs> you might have had a carrying cross moment, and that's never good. <laughs> well, uh, oh, gosh. That's never good. That was good. Think about it. But we'll I know, I know, I know. We got Liv Morgan defending that SmackDown Women's Championship against Ronda Rousey in a rematch of the cash-in from uh, Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Who you got? Liv. Liv without the proof that she's actually a champion. All right. Mm. I'm almost in make a mad territory. Because between Corbin and Ronda, one of them is going to win, so... I'm going to go with Ronda. Wow. Yeah, I know. Wow. I know. I know. I know. If Ronda don't have the belt, what the she going to do? Uh, apparently go wrong. That's what the whisper's all about. Oh, okay. Come over and try to take Bianca Belair's belt. The same difference. If she's not in the title picture or she don't have the belt, what is she going to do? Uh, she better learn how to wrestle. <laughs> Main event. Um, technically, you're missing the match, but I guess we'll talk. We'll get that match on, on the on the wrong hands. Well, give it to me now. What match is it? Oh, 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 the Mysterios mm-hmm. taking on Judgment Day. Who you got? The Mysterios? Yeah. You blinded by them Angie cakes. Angie fine and Aaliyah fine too, but we'll talk about them as well on the show. I'm taking Judgment Day. I'm sure you are taking um, Rhea Ripley's boys. And you see what happened. First time she's been on TV in like two months and Wow, wow, they pop right off the screen again, just like I said. What you mean? Uh, oh, those two? Yes, just the, the faction in general because of what they're good at 
and what makes them a f- viable force on television. It ain't talking. <laughs> Roman Reigns defending against Brock Lesnar. Last man standing for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Who you got? Now, since they booked this as the last day, last day final meeting, which I'm trying to figure out why is this their final meeting ever? Why they booked it like that? But uh, Roman. All right. I'm gonna go with Roman as well, and then we'll have a bonus. And the bonus is, do you think Theory is going to cash in successfully? No. He's not. Okay. We say, hold on, let me get in my notes, Theory, cash in. Mo says no. And... I'm going to say yes. You know why? Why? I don't think they want to beat Roman. And I don't know if Roman's going to go across the water. He's not not advertised for that show in in the UK? I'm not sure. Then how would they? But then how? Theory. Right, but then here's the thing: how would how would he get the title off of um, Brock? Then no, Roman is going to win the match, but then Theory's going to cash in on him, and then Theory's going to be the champion going into the castle, and then Drew's going to beat him, and then you get to SummerSlam where Roman wins it back. Not some of the same thing. I mean, excuse me, Survivor Series. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> what you think? You like that booking? You know what? I won't be surprised if that's the booking going forward. Because you know they're gonna want Drew to win in in the in the castle, but I don't think Drew I don't think Drew gonna be the one to knock off Roman though. Like that, you know what I mean? Okay. Mm. You know, you might be with something, but I'm sticking with my. I'm still sticking with my choice. Okay. Well, that'll be worth two. If we, uh, okay. if you get it. So just in case there's a tie. Gotcha. All right, and then uh, I'll get Jay to the max's uh, thoughts as well, and uh, we'll have a three way, and then that way we'll we'll have some fun with it. You might have to wait a day though until I watch it. <laughs> Sometime. No problem. No problem. I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to let you know what's going down. <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. Oh, you suck. No Man, I'm not trying to have no. I'm trying to watch it freshly. Okay. All right. All Early right. Early on Sunday morning. Get up and PJs. All right. I would say I'm gonna have my credit from Friday bowl of cereal, but I don't think I'm gonna be that obnoxious. Hey, that'd be dope though. <laughs> and uh yeah watch uh summer slam but yes please tune in uh on saturday night 
uh, at 8 p.m. live and in color. Hangout with Mo to the underscore Reese and all the cast of characters that will be in the Summer of Slams hashtag. Uh, Summer Slam brings out a lot of the old heads that we haven't heard from in a while, but still, you know, undercover checking out the product. So uh, look forward to, to seeing a lot of old familiar faces uh, in that Summer of Slams hashtag. So check it out interact share commentary with color and uh enjoy the show all right mo we're running yes sir so 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 i i hear there's a there's a new reign a new regime a new you know regime a new sheriff in town a new regime and it's a new sheriff in town on um on raw you heard anything about that uh you're not reggie hammond though but i heard (laughs) sheriff in town um, yeah, the guy that Nick Khan thought he ran off, the guy that he stripped all his power from and made him a peon in the game, gave him a damn heart attack, thought he killed him off. He's back and better than ever, with more power than ever. Triple H, y'all, you're running the whole damn thing. The whole effort show. He ain't RVD, though. No, he not. And that's again why I say Nick Khan has got to be so mad. Because you might thought he said it was within his fingertips. And you know how like sometimes, you know, like like when the bank or the ladder match, they be right there with their fingertips. Next thing you know, they get knocked off the ladder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that person go up and, and picks up, sets up that ladder and goes and grabs that it grabs that title with that briefcase. He was like, man, I got Stephanie out the paint. He's like, I got Triple H out the paint. All his cronies got Vince disenchanted with him. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Sabotage that. Got that out the way. Got Stephanie up out the paint. Got her off the board and going home to hang out with Triple H. Cool. They both out of the way. You gonna hold to be a family woman. <laughs> right, right. Shane long gone. He out the way. Vince sent him home. He ain't been back. He long gone. And now I got the undercover dirt to get the old man up out of here. And went to go put the plan in motion. And Everything he wiped out came falling right back on top of him. He was like, did he inspect that? No. But we can talk about the implications of that much later. Yeah, we can, but it's just still funny. Just yeah, yeah. 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 Somebody took a picture of him just looking out, looking out at the, at the, um, at the arena. Like the like a picture of him, I was like, "Oh man, he didn't." Um. So, <laughs> so does that mean one of the 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 other old head of creative, quote unquote, is uh, gonna come back to be a full time podcaster? You know what? <laughs> you know, go save that for the end because a lot uh, because when 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 that news made that news made headlines, a lot of names started popping up. A few names, two two names in particular started popping up, and it was just like, you know, people wanted to see them gone. 
I even offered to hold the door open for one of the one of the persons while they packed that stuff up. <laughs> All right, Monday Night Raw. Uh, we open with the Miz and Logan Paul mid brawl in the ring. Referees coming down to have to break it up. So start with some action. Apparently, Logan Paul got on the mic, told Miz to come down there and and, and, and come see him, and Miz obliged, and that's what we caught the middle of. So he said, apparently they did that because they were trying to offset the boons because they know that fans are booing, are booing him, Logan, and they're trying they were trying to offset those boons. So they were just like, that's <laughs> okay. trying to, okay. to open up, that's open up the show with a brawl, and that way. You know, we can kind of offset that. So. so that makes the end of the show make no sense then. And they had the foresight to see the opening like that. But yeah. anywho, uh, here comes the bloodline. Oh, Roman, he's here at work on a Monday. On Monday. He's like, hey, hey, you know, Boston, yeah, whatever. Tampa, yeah, whatever. New York City, though. I'm there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Roman gets to the point by having the garden acknowledge him, and then he hands the mic off to Paul Heyman. Now it's like talking. <laughs> Mike goes out. Paul Heyman's like, we have a sound guy that must be from New Jersey or something. We want your name written down. You're the next one out the door. Like I said, Heyman does not miss a beat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we hear from Paul about everything that Brock has done over the years. Lesnar has ruined a lot of things over the years, including the streak of The Undertaker. But he won't do that on Sunday when a Roman Reigns hits 700 days as a Universal Champion. Mm, 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 that's a long time, boy. That's a long time. In the modern era, that's a long time. Hell yeah. Well, CM Punk's reign was, was a long one in the company, but this has definitely been a long, definitely eclipsed that. Paul says, Roman is tired of hearing about Brock Lesnar every time you mention his name. So it's time to send Lesnar back to Canada to slaughter a bunch of hogs. Heyman explains the concept of the last man standing match, which is how Reigns is finally going to get rid of Lesnar once and for all. So here comes Theory with his briefcase. But Reigns says that if you're going to come out here, get in the ring and acknowledge the tribal chief. So Theory can we, can we have, hold on, before we continue, can we just have a moment of silence? There we go. All right. Oh, to acknowledge him? No, a moment of silence for, for Theory. Oh, shit. What's about to happen? <laughs> <laughs> so Theory stares Roman down, but Rain says that Theory's daddy isn't here no more to protect. And then the fans start a who's your daddy chant. Well, first they said daddy's gone first. Then they start a who's your daddy chant. And True New York is with that one. And then Roman says, it's going to be me if Theory don't get his act together. He says he runs the garden now. So the bloodline gets ready to leave, and Jimmy Uso slaps Theory on the back of the neck like you do to your boys in high school, especially when somebody got a fresh ball fade. A briefcase shot to the back happens, but it doesn't really get that much of a reaction from Jimmy. He kind of acknowledges, like, this jump just hit me. And Roman's like, come on, bro. Come on, come on, come on, bro. Just just come on. Just come on. And they uh, they, they leave the ring peacefully. 
Because it was like, we like him, don't we? We like him, right? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Let's back up real quick. Back yes, up real quick. Yes, sir. So he comes out there, and he's just talking. And Roman, it's the way Roman just said, you will step into my arena, at least step into my ring, and he now is the tribal chief. I was like, ooh. I was like, and I'm like, and I'm thinking like Theory's going to come back with a, with a comeback and say something, you know, real just, you know, egging or something like that. But he just stepped into the ring. And he was just like, you need a, he was like, you need a wise man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we want you to do this. I'm going to be there for you tonight. It's like, and then when he said, he, he said. Look around, you're just taking, take a, uh, he said, be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, he said, he said, be aware. He said, your daddy's not here no more. Now gone. Real quick. Yes, sir. Real quick, I just want you to, I want you to, 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 to just, Dissect that line real quick. I mean, everybody knows what it means. <laughs> okay, okay. Now I want you to go a bit deeper. Okay. Who else isn't there no more? Uh, Bruce isn't there anymore. John Lionitis. No, 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 no. In re- in regards to. His daddy. Who else is a dad no more? You got me on this one. Gargano. I know. I know. We know. Oh. <laughs> we know. We the whole. Oh, you taking it all the way full circle? Yeah, that's what a lot of people. A lot of people had 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 had, had was thinking about. They was like, no, it was like, it was like that's the perfect opportunity. A lot of people just like Gargano, and I was just thinking about. It. I was like, yo. Gargano not there even, so if we really wanted to take it deeper, Vince Gar ain't Gargano call, but we know he's all about. I would if we just think about long term booking. But yeah, man. That man, that man is an orphan twice. <laughs> that wasn't a that wasn't the best <laughs> that wasn't the best moment for Austin Theory. I mean, yeah, it's good to get the rub from Roman, but uh Roman put the ether on that man, and hopefully he can recover from that. I mean, it's not about to happen in this next forty minutes of television we're about to talk about, <laughs> but eventually, hopefully, he can recover from that. I mean, just we always talk about this burn, but you know, Curry Cross, well, Curry Cross gave an explanation. I'm gonna tell. I don't know if I said this a couple weeks ago. He gave an explanation as to why that he allowed that to happen because. You know, he he said he was getting put over. So basically, you know, um, Adam Cole was given. He was a you know Adam Cole was gonna cut a promo, and, and he basically says he knew he was he was going to get fast tracked to the main roster. He didn't mind the whole um, these ring the freaking bell promo and everything. But I'm like, I don't know. He had to see me out in the parking lot for that one because that was all she wrote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ended his ended his effectiveness as a champion in NXT for sure. So I don't know, man. This didn't do theory. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, Curry Cross is he'll be he's going back he put back to Killer Cross and he'll be wrestling Sunday at, at Rick Flair's final show. So against Harry Smith. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be a good horse match. It's a horse match, but you know, you know. He, he ain't recovered from that. No. 
you just you just look at it last, and that's still one of the the, the, the biggest burns ever. But what Roman just did to Theory, and then the fans saying Daddy's gone, and who's your daddy? So it's like, and you and Madison Square too. Even Pedro Pedro uh, Martinez is still 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 saying, you know, they was like, "Who's your daddy?" <laughs> <laughs> Can't even tell you that. <laughs> um. So after the bloodline leaves, Theory is still in the ring. He's about to cut a promo, like what? And then here comes Drew McIntyre to cut him off. So we get a match: Theory versus McIntyre. McIntyre reverses a suplex to one of his own before winning a slugout with Theory. The Claymore is loaded up, but then here are the brawling brutes to jump McIntyre for the DQ. After the match, the beatdown is on until Bobby Lashley comes to make the save. Theory has to bail out before he gets wrecked as well. Then our man, uh, Adam Theodore Long Pierce, comes out (laughs) and makes it a tag team match. It's official player Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre taking on Theory and Sheamus. Lashley hits a big spine buster on Theory. Sheamus breaks up the cover with a top rope knee drop, so McIntyre takes him to the outside. The fight is on until Sheamus hits the white noise on the floor. Theory is back up, but that's when Dolph Ziggler has his cell phone as he's got uh, Lashley ready for the A-Town down. Ziggler's got Theory's cell phone, and he's, like, scrolling, I guess, through the pictures or through the contacts or something. Well, that distraction allows Lashley to get out of the A-Town down setup, grab the hurt lock. Theory taps out instantly. Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, they're your winners. Bobby Lashley. So, so let's let's look at this. He, he was he was he was dealing with the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Lost that verbal altercation. Yes, verbal, yeah, he lost that verbal altercation. He loses his tag team match. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler comes out, and I mean, I mean, Dolph Ziggler, I mean, Dolph comes out, and had, and has him, you know, in his sights. Still has him in his sights. So that's another one. Mm-hmm. We ain't done yet. Oh no, <laughs> we're just getting started. Because after the matchup, Theory heads up the ramp, about to you know walk through the curtain. Gets double super kicked by the Usos. Roman comes back through the curtain, places his briefcase back on the chest of Theory, talks to him like his child. So, um, Roman kind of botched in. He said, bring this Sunday, we ready to cash in. And I'm like, pay for me, sir, sir. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's a force. Tribal chiefs, tribal chiefs mess up too, you know. But <laughs> well, that's, yeah. Awesome so theory, money in the bank winner. Mm-mm-mm. Doing nothing but jobs and DQs. Boy got boy getting got then got then got verbally insulted. Beat down, and then after the match was over, 
super kick full of struggles. It has been a, it has been a rough three weeks since Money in the Bank for our man Theory. Mm-hmm. It's, it's coming to the point where thought, it put. You thought he was being shot to the moon like Cameron Grimes, but. <laughs> Yeah, it comes to a point where it, I don't even think it's worth winning the damn thing if you're gonna take this many L's. And I mean, like you said, they just he just got beat up by like well verbally abused by Roman, physically abused by the Usos, physically abused by Drew, physically abused by Bobby. He's wrestling Bobby at the uh, pay per view. He's got physically abused in the last three weeks by Dolph Ziggler. It's like he got so many matches set up, plus the briefcase. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So yeah, this was the first hour of theory, y'all. Yes. He was he was all up in the videos. Uh we look back at the twenty years of Ray Mysterio and WWE. Then we see that grill of the Maybot pulling up, but they ain't in the Maybot car. They in the Maybach truck. Two tone. That's money. That joint was sick. <laughs> I seen the double M or whatever, triple M or whatever. I was like, oh, okay, somebody pulling up in the Maybach. I'm thinking I'm just gonna see, you know, your regular Maybach with the, you know, the limo size with the shades and everything, you know, the typical. But now nah, they had the truck. Now people was making fun of Dominic jumping out the back. Right. Like they was on a family <laughs> trip and shit, but. Then I guess that was before they seen that everybody was with him. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler says he wants Theory to back up his potential. Finally, after two weeks of harassing this man, he finally speak. Not in the middle of the ring, but backstage a freaking hour into the show. AJ, St- AJ Styles comes in to say that he likes that idea. Then here is the Alpha Academy to interrupt. They say that both of them are just jealous of Theory and they set up a tag team match. Yeah, they did. So here's Ray Mysterio with Dominic for the 20th anniversary celebration. Ray talks about having his first match in Mexico at 14 years old, and now here he is. Ray can't believe he made it here after making all kinds of legendary rivalries. As a smaller guy and a proud Latino, he became world champion at WrestleMania 22 and made a lot of friends along the way. Ray thanks Dean Malenko, Conan, Batista, Kurt Angle, and Edge. And then there's Eddie Guerrero. He thanks Eddie for always watching over him and feels truly humble for all the support he has received for the last 20 years. You know one of the people he didn't uh, thank? That was a real integral part of his career. Take a guess. You made me guess earlier, so now I'm making you guess. Got nothing? Say again? I said there was somebody he didn't think he didn't think that was a very integral part of his career, and I want you to see if you're gonna guess who he didn't think. Who he didn't think? Uh huh. <sighs> it's a very integral part. Mm-hmm. How integral are we talking? Uh, probably one of the people who helped him get into WCW. They were? Chris Jericho. Oh. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, he didn't think Jericho. I mean, they be saying stuff on other shows and stuff now, you know, so, wow, he didn't think Jericho. Raiden thanks his family, who was watching backstage along with some family friends. And he thanks Dominic in particular, but finally he needs to thank the fans. Then we get some thank yous in Spanish, and here comes Judgment Day through the crowd for the scheduled match. So it's the Mysterios versus Judgment Day. But nothing else working. Finn Balor tries the Eddie Guerrero chair trick, but Ray does the same thing back, so we have a stalemate. That leads to a double 619 that sets up the frog splash, and the Mysterios are your winners. So Ray got the win in Madison Square Garden, 20th year celebration. First time he won a match in like eight months, it seems like. Uh, we look at Kyle Ren's boy Cody Rhodes winning the ESPY for yeah. WWE Moment of the Year. Big E was robbed. Yes. Yes. I agree. Sasha Banks, honorable mention. The Mysterios join their family and friends backstage with drinks being poured. They look like they had some. Some good tequila going around. If that's oh yeah, you know he gonna have some good tequila. Ray gets a gift from Aaliyah, and it's his gear from Halloween Havoc, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, probably the the match that put Ray Mysterio on the map as far as a worldwide player in this wrestling business. Mm-hmm. That's when Rhea Ripley comes in. High faces her ex boyfriend's her her current boyfriend's ex girlfriend. Okay, so you, okay, so you, so you did see that. Okay, yes, I was I was gonna see if you, if you, if you caught why they had that interaction. <laughs> so high well, faces her, but you know he said he'll um they gonna fight for the custody of him on a later match in a tweet. <laughs> Uh, so Judgment Day, they come in, they start beating uh, Ray down. Finn Balor's like, it's not your anniversary, it's my birthday, which was the truth. That's true. <laughs> so they beat him through the back, and then they power bomb Ray Mysterio through a table. Also, um, oh, Ray wearing, wearing um, Eddie Guerrero, I'm your happy shirt. Yeah. <laughs> And Rhea Ripley manhandling Dominic. <laughs> listen, she didn't listen. She went through Aaliyah, Dominic, and Ray. So I told you she went up this Angie. Angie kept the. I told y'all Angie had the chopper on her in Madison Square. It had been. A, it had been. It had been some shots that rang off, and everybody get it cleared out. <laughs> Bianca Belair comes out for a promo. First, we see how her match with Becky Lynch at SummerSlam went. Then Becky comes out, but Binky cuts her off with the EST names. Then Becky just snuffs her. Big Brawl is on with the referees having to break it up. Um, So, yeah, just one last altercation before their match also. Or Saturday, excuse me. Mm -hmm. This really didn't do much for either one of them. Just got them both on the show. 
they could accomplish more with two backstage interviews or two quick tune-up matches in a promo. All you had to do. Have Bianca Belair come out there and get one last tune-up match. Could have had, you know, Becky on commentary. You could have had Becky come out and do her tune-up match. Lexa Bliss on commentary. I mean, excuse me, Bianca Belair on commentary. And then, you know what I'm saying, you just have one, you know, one person in the ring, one person on the floor shouting back and forth at each other. And that's how you ended up. What? Don't believe in it. Maybe the new regime will. Maybe we'll start getting some more, you know, things that keep the wrestlers apart more so that the matches have more oomph and meaning to them. Uh, yes. uh, Alexa Bliss is ready to face Dewdrop tonight, and then she is coming for that Raw Women's title. Uh, Rey Mysterio is in the back. He's pretty banged up. Uh, Dominic comes, uh, excuse me, uh, Judgment Day looks like they're coming in from one side, so Dominic chases him off. But of course, it was a swerve, bro, because Rhea comes in from the blind side, kicks Ray in his bad arm, laughs in the camera, and strolls on off. Remember the point I made about Rhea being the wild card? Because she can do things to, like, Rey Mysterio, and he necessarily can't get her back. Mm -hmm. Perfect example of this right here. Perfect example of everything I said about Judgment Day, about how as long as they're physical, beating up people in the back, having wrestling matches, that they can get themselves over. If they have to rely on them talking and explaining their positions and why they're doing stuff, it's going to be much harder to get them over. And it don't pop the same unless you got Rhea in there because she can freaking manhandle some of the smaller people like Rey Mysterio. I mean, the visual of her kicking Rey Mysterio head off with a mafia kick is like, ugh, quite jarring. Her manhandling Dominic the way she manhandled Dominic is quite jarring. Mm-hmm. She is the 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 de facto enforcer of the team. <laughs> so, yeah, it works, but it only works when Rhea is in that equation. But they pulled it off spectacularly uh, for this uh, Rey Mysterio beatdown. Dewdrop versus Alexa Bliss. Dewdrop is favoring her shoulder, so the referee checks in on her, allowing Nikki Ash to shove Alexa Bliss off the top. Doesn't matter, though. Alexa Bliss hits a tornado DDT for the pin. After the match, Alexa Bliss signs a fan sign for a very nice moment. AJ Styles tells Logan Paul that he doesn't know much about him, but if Paul doesn't like Miz, AJ must like him. So it's time for the debut of Logan Paul's Impulsive TV. And he gets straight to the point by calling Miz out. An insult to the size of Miz's testicular fortitude brings Maurice out. Maurice can't pronounce genitalia, but she does have some statistics about average size. Logan Paul is like, who measures their testicles? And that's when the Miz comes out to say that he does, as every man in this arena. Miz yells about how he gave Paul everything, and now Logan Paul is ruining it. Logan Paul says Maurice has a bigger set than Miz, and the brawl is on, with Ciampa running in to help beat down Logan Paul. 
The skull-crushing finale drops Logan Paul. Interesting way to end the show. Wait a minute. That That's wasn't the end? No, that was just a segment. Oh, no, no, that wasn't the end of the show. I just remember. That's a segment that felt like death because nobody wants to cheer Logan Paul. <laughs> That man is, uh, yeah, he is definitely not going against his natural, uh, going towards his natural instincts, his natural character. He comes out there and goes, what's up, New York City? And they are like crickets. He's like, yeah, he was like, my brother is going to be fighting here in a couple of weeks. Boo. It's like, yeah, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a tough sell for Logan Paul over the in this in this match against Miz, because people gonna be cheering the Miz before it's all said and done. Street Street Profits and the Usos have a stir down with Jeff Jarrett in the middle. Trash talk, but Jeff Jarrett says he wants peace kept tonight because he'll remember if it isn't come Saturday. AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler taking on the Alpha Academy. Ziggler hits a hard elbow to the face. Then Gable comes in and misses the moonsault, allowing Ziggler to hit the super kick. Everything breaks down. AJ knocks Gable into a zigzag for the pin. So AJ Styles, Dolph Ziggler are your winners. Next, we get a SummerSlam rundown of all the card, of all the matches on the card, and now it's time for our main event, the Bloodline. In the form of Big Oos, Roman Reigns, and the Usos taking on Riddle and the Street Profits. Jimmy hits a big dive on the Montez Ford on the floor, but Dawkins takes him out. Riddle hits the hanging DDT on Reigns, but the RKO is shoved away. Of course, that allows Roman to hit the big spear for the pin and the win to the bloodline. Successful on Monday Night Raw. And then after the match... Here comes Seth Rollins, looking like a damn disco ball, to beat down Riddle, and he gave him a stomp onto the steps to end the show. Yes, he did. Man, they are beating Riddle down right now. Who's ready to be, Riddle or um, Theory? I'd rather be Theory because at least I have something that can trigger me to improve my position, the Money in the Bank beefcase. I think they pretty much done with Riddle for a minute. They're like, yeah, we ran you up as high as you could go. You had a couple of good matches with Roman, but yeah, you're done. Move you on back down. All those wins you got, better take just as many losses. Which is uh, an unfortunate way that they did you see? Did you see? Did you see that they put um with um that was was Seth beating down? They put the rock. I think it was the rock with you. They put rock with you over that over that whole um backstage. I mean that post match beat down. Yeah, somebody um did a video with rock with you. Michael Jackson rock with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Uh, your your overarching themes from Monday Night Raw, sir. 
it was a step in the right direction. You know, we we have to give it a little bit more time to let let things develop backstage before we can see results. Like I was saying on Twitter, might not be too many changes by the goal for the rest of 2022. I mean, it might be changes here and there, but I would say by rest by Royal Rumble in six months and. Okay, so this is actually going to be, have to be, you know, have to be coming to be at the forefront. Right. Um, I, I, I think, I hope, I really hope, really, 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 really hope that they take a look at just the whole format of Monday Night Raw and wrestling in general and change it. You got a chance right here to reset the way that wrestling is done if you're Triple H. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's going to follow WWE. You know what I'm saying? When WWE started going to the long promos in the middle of the ring, that's when everybody else started going to the long promos in the middle of the ring. At first, Raw didn't used to be like that. Raw used to be matches. It used to be like a little short promo in the beginning. But it was never 20 minutes, 15 minutes of one person standing in the ring giving off that monologue like they do. But if they could change that formatting, get more back to like the old school kind of, hey, here's your interviewer. I'm going to walk you through this interview and you're going to tell me about such and such person and what happened last week and your victories and, 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 and how you're feeling. You know, I need more of that. Like, I need them to be able to change up the way that the show flows so it doesn't seem so long and arduous and such a task. So that the matches seem fresh and fun and it's in a reason to get into these people. The promos are more organic and less scripted and less memorization and more like, you know, cutting people. You know, you don't really have an argument with somebody you don't like where you let them speak for four minutes straight without interrupting and not saying nothing. You know what I'm saying? So maybe we can get a, a little bit more realism when it comes to dialogue back and forth banters more violence I think that's one thing that wrestling just doesn't have a lot of right now that it probably is missing that it probably had 10 or 15 20 years ago for sure it's just sure violence you know it's more of a performance it's not like violent and sometimes, and sometimes you need some violence you know what I mean yeah. you, know? you need that element of danger of oh shit this shit could possibly get out of hand you know you you need that for wrestling to be real good mm-hmm. but in this day and age they, they seem to just take that that tool away from the wrestlers in their toolbox don't want it to to be too violent so but in that case now it's time for the main event of the evening not yet. Oh, what we got? Yeah, we have our we have our the undercard of the Mel Monster segment that we talk about then before we get to the main event. <laughs> oh, we got the uh what I'm going if I'm gonna watch these shows or not? I mean no, I mean other news that happened. Oh that. oh well I'm saying that the 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 this the Mel Meltzer segment is the main event and everything that encompasses oh. in it. So gotcha. at this point Mo to the underscore Reese and the Mo Meltzer news segment. Um, 
I mean, with the with just like regular news, it's not a lot going on. Um, John Cena is doing that the video game franchise on Fortnite. Mm. I believe this game will be available on Thursday. So that's cool for him and the kids that play Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, as on the broadcast, Logan Paul is being booked to the face because they're trying to offset the wounds that he's getting from the audience. That's not going to help because they're going to pull him on site whenever they see him in the arena and on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, showed that they did a throwback, they did a throwback to, um, Rhea and, I mean, Aaliyah, I guess Aaliyah was stepping to Rhea, and a lot of things was like, uh-oh, you know, they know she dated Buddy, um, the former Buddy Murphy, mm-hmm. before getting released, or storyline-wise, and it was just like, that was all she wrote. Anybody, them two stepping up, a lot of people just kind of was like, oh lord, they're too beautiful. But, um, so they were in the building for, um, for my night raw, and, um, Rhea, this is Rhea's first night back from her injury. So, welcome back, Rhea. It's good to see her, man. Glad that she is, um, you know, back to action and cleared and hopefully you know the injury bug can can stay away from her for the rest of the year um so with triple h well we'll get to most triple h being the head of creative um they say that paul Heyman might could be considered for a top role and created. Yeah, we, we found that out later. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's right. Because that's when they took away to take over everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I guess at the NXT house shows, Commander Aziz will be paired up with Core J. So I guess when they come to TV, that's where it's going to be. It will picture them at the end of the, um, I think going to be her bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it makes sense if she's going to go heel to have her some muscle. Um, um two things, okay. Roman Reigns says that um, it's brutal being in the ring with um, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> that might, I can imagine so. Being tossed around just like um, like you toss around hay or pot- a peck of potatoes or something like that. <laughs> I'd be saying we brutal too. Please just put them over. Um, Seth says, Seth Rollins says, don't count on the Shield reunion. Um, everybody's that, you know, everybody is in, in their own, in their own realm right now. And it's to do that and kind of like bring them back down to that certain card level. But you see, 
I guess, um, what's that said that he said that you'll see the next time you see the shield together is when they get put to the Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame. Mm. Um, also, 10 years ago today, um, Seth Rollins defeated Jinder Mahal to be the first NXT champion. Mm. This is before NXT became one of came on the network. Mm-hmm. Where NXT was aired overseas, so but you might get that match now. But I saw um, the clip that was you know accompanying that tweet, and I was like, wow, this is a good match. Dusty was dead. He came out at the end, raised his hand up. I said, ooh, Cody probably rolled his eyes and saw that. Looks like um, the former Walter didn't mind his um, name change. And um, when he came over to NXT, for, came over to, to NXT 2.0 from UK, um, from the NXT UK. So basically, he was saying that he feels that Walter is an old man's name. <laughs> and that um, his dad's name is also Walter. He's like Walter Jr. I guess, you no, know, he's saying that the company, you know, he's establishing his own identity and everything. Which is certainly fine. I ain't with that. Yeah, but um, it's hard to, oh, oh, have a hard. Yeah, but it was just like basically everybody knew who he was. Mm hmm. No, folks knew he went when we came on the NXT UK to challenge Tyler Bate. The God. The God. They folks knew who he was. Everybody was saying they were saying Walter ready to come and take the title from Bate. And I was like, who? And I said, oh, okay. And, you know, he's definitely saying he's like the, the shape that he's in there, um, Gunter, Gunter, and that, um, he was saying that, um, Everybody talked about moving to the United States, but he didn't want to go at the same time as everyone else did. He wanted his to be special, so that's why he kind of hesitated and put off. But I guess if we found this new woman, they kind of speed up the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he'd be slapping the hell out of um, Lupe's chest. <laughs> Yeah, it is a, uh, it's pretty brutal. Yeah, he uh, Ludwig even won his match on SmackDown. Right. Still yeah. the beat. It still chopped the chest. Yeah, man. See, the soul leave that man. He probably said, look, ain't going to be too much more than this. <laughs> He's going to step up again just to, just for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say, man. I don't think um, that's the type of tone you take with um, Walter <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. All right, before we get to that, that's, that's the main event. Um, but I didn't see, I'm looking for that level up, and I didn't see that level up. But here's your main event called Dawn. Um, Lucifer Ali and Cedric Alexander versus T Bar and Akira Kazawa. Of course, and, this is Akira Tozawa. Huh? Of course, it was going to be Akira Tozawa. 
Yeah, like that's, that's, that's the main event for Yeah. And yeah. next second match is um, Oscar and Dana Brooke versus Carmella and Tamina Slipper. We got to represent for Auntie Tamina, so yeah, I would give both of those a watch. I mean, there was a, um, I don't know. It could, I mean, it could be, uh, they could, Lucifer and Cedric could be a tag team because they cut a promo after that, after that match in the, um, board, after the, um, after the show was, I mean, after that match was complete. Mm. It's a, there was a clip going around with them two talking, walking, talking in the back. And he was kind of excited, so. Never know. Never know. All right, Don. So, uh, as we do too early on the show, this this is you know a lot of things. A lot of things have happened that you that that happened in um, wrestling that like you know we couldn't believe it happened. Um, that's the wrestling run up a couple of days real quick. Um, I know you brought up. Um, um, Paul Orndorff turning on Terry Malaya. <laughs> you brought that up. Yeah. That kind of people. Um, Malaya shops slamming Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 3. Mm-hmm. That, that's people. Um, Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth reuniting at WrestleMania. That was what it is. I mean, that was that, that, that's, that was some. Um, so, so, so you see that, that that's like the women in the audience were crying and you know I mean I guess Bucky Beaver was getting those camera shots and you know cause them women was keeping getting all the women crying I mean tears everything going um probably some other things that happened too um also you know Belair turning heel and joining the NWO yeah that, that was something that really was like what the hell mm-hmm just out of the blue shenanigans. Out of the what? Yeah. Undertaker losing that WrestleMania to Brock Lesnar. Yeah, the street. Yeah. yeah. The memes are still relevant today. Yes. But on Friday, um, hold on. Friday, uh, July 22nd, 2022, you know, a little bit after 4 o'clock p.m., a tweet came out from the account of one uh, Vincent Kennedy Ray and said tweet, um, said tweet Ray read as follows. That tweet reads as follows. Um, At 77, time for me to retire. Thank you, WWE Universe. Then, now, forever, together. Hashtag WWE. Hashtag thank you. This hit, this, this, the, 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 the hit single that tweet was at 4.05 p.m. Vince don't even know how to use Twitter like that. 
yeah, some somebody said that he, I think it was Jim Cornette that said that um, he had like two assistants. I think I think he was when he came to WrestleMania to induct someone. Yeah, Vince had two assistants that had like three suits in his hand in their hands for him to choose one. So somebody said that tweet out for him. Now, as it, a lot of people just saying, okay, Vince, no, because early in the day, Triple H had been announced that he was going to be the EVP of relations, meaning Lauren Knight is a out. Yeah. All, all day we was talking about that. All day that was the conversation. Triple H back, we laughing, we joking. Triple, you know, making jokes and everything, saying Triple H is back. And then Vince Man said, I'm a one up you, sir. And announced my retirement on Twitter. And it was Ryan Satin who said, No, Vince Man was not hacked. He really is uh, retired. He really is retired. Like, well, how could this be? You know, he was like, how could this be? And, you know, it's like, you know, I was thinking, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, you know, when the first Wall Street Journal you know, story dropped, it came out on SmackDown and was like, you know, you know, and said those words about, um, they're now together forever, mm-hmm. together. You know, he came out and you know and, and you know, said those words, and he um, you know, and that was that. You know, the second article dropped that was around when Cena was doing the um, Cena was um, about to make the raw his um, appearance for the twentieth anniversary, um, and so I know the last the last image of him of Vince being on TV was him. Struggling to get down the steps, he happened off the steps and everything. Yeah, it's so almost yeah. almost falling, trying to get out the ring and then recovering and hopping off the steps. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes sense why Titus was out there now, though. Makes a lot of sense why Titus was out there on Monday night. I remember oh, last week, never mind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he out there talking about global. Global ambassadors and um, smiles on people's faces and yeah, it's the WWE is a safe haven. Mm-hmm. Like, safe what? Like, okay. And the next thing you know, Vince is like, I'm done. Now, I want to say that I think the Wall Street Journal was working on another story. Mm-hmm. We're trying to collaborate with. Like went for different women over the years. Um, those different women who he um, he um, paid out hush money to. Mm-hmm. And then they were saying the the real HBO Real Sports was doing the story on him that was going to be damning, damning, um, damning against him. So. know, we goes like, you know, okay. So I somebody might have tipped them off and say, you know, the first two the first two might might you know hey might have stunned you, but this one's gonna 
it's definitely going to see you um see you flying mm-hmm. i guess you know he, he said that if he hit get on top of it so he can um Sweet, so you know, so he can be in front of the wings every day. And he was dropping it after the stock the stock exchange, you know, closed every day. You know, smart on his end so that, you know, it won't affect the stock. But yeah, this was main has retired. And as long as I've been watching WWE, WWF WWE, this man has been a part of the product. And it's just real interesting how everything played out. And I'm sure that more of the story, more stories will come out and say as to why he really did retire. Um, the biggest thing that I think that was they were trying to get ahead of and the reason that Vince went ahead and bowed out gracefully was a report of um, they said there was $12 million, 12.4, I think, in the original article, the follow-up article that they said that Vince had paid out. It was really like 14 and a half and... 14.6. And it was company money. It was company. Not, 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 not his own money, but this was WWE money. Yeah. And now, I think you will get away with that. And that's what really did him in was the fact that they had to account for that $14.5 million on their books. Mm-hmm. And it was unreported. We ain't got no problem with you being the OG nasty man. Nope. But we do have a problem with you using our money to cover it up, though. So you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And they got Vince about to paint with it. Because, you know, next thing you know, you know, it was like Nick Stephanie McMahon and Nick Collins will be co co um, CEOs. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephanie's gonna be the chairperson, the chairwoman of the board, and Nick Collins will still serve on the board. Mm-hmm. It's that Triple H is getting back his um his you know his old role of PvP. But but wait. But okay, so before we get to back to Triple H. Um, a lot of people speculate they said they wanted Kevin Dunn gone. Mm-hmm. Me included. He 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 ruffled some feathers by saying that he didn't believe Becky Lynch was pretty enough to be women's champion. Man, I I've stopped trying to give value to Kevin Dunn's opinions a long time ago about wrestlers. And apparently. Well, I know I'm one of the probably one of the first one to call him this, but people may call it people all on Twitter have been calling him Funky Reed for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely has that 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 look to him. Yeah. So, you know, Lauren Ice would be the first Lauren Ice definitely probably was the fall guy, but See now, um, he was just the first domino. He was the first domino. Vince that Vince one got hit and that was all she wrote. But, you know, over the weekend, you know, everybody was talking about it. Everybody was, you know, speculating what was going to happen. Tony Khan decided to tweet out saying he's <laughs> now the longest tenured CEO. Something that he said he was he promoted Dynamite. Um, 
get more dynamite, dynamite, not dynamite, a rampage. So, um, and so there was a, um, so before SmackDown went on the air, there was a, um, Vince sent the internal memo, um, to the, to the, um, wrestlers. Now, there's a part in this that they said that everybody said that, that this was definitely, um, it's definitely described by someone else. Because they don't see Vince using certain lingo. I'm going to read it to y'all. Um, y'all haven't heard it already. To all WWE superstars, as I approach 77 years old, oh my God, am I really that old? Let's stop right there. This man of the man that he the man of the, that he is will never use an OMG in a um in a statement. Because the man who's who's always saying pronouns pal definitely would not be using no OMG. Mm-hmm. So he goes, I feel it's time for me to retire. I thoroughly enjoyed my passion, wisdom, and love of business, love of the business with you. No longer will you see the smiling, docile, level-headed, level-headed, calm presence at Gorilla every week. Let's start right there. There has been, um, there has been stories about Vince definitely flying off the deep end about something that has happened. Um, doing a show or something like that. If we, we've seen pictures of gorilla position and everything, um, business that has not was not always this 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 um this description that's in this in this first paragraph. I remember when um I think it was the one I think one after one WrestleMania, Brock came came. Brock won, Brock won the title, walks back and tosses the title at Vince. And all you hear is, asshole! <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, shit. Hold on. Speaking of which. What's Vince going to do? No, hold on. No, he ain't going to do nothing. He ain't going to do nothing. But speaking of which, um, once the, the news of Vince's um, retirement popped up, word came out that Brock left, that Brock had left, you know, had left um, SmackDown. And, you know, apparently the show was rewritten without him being on the show. And I guess somebody, probably Vince, called him and said, listen, um, you know, I need you to go back and just, you know, you go back on the, out the end and, you know, if you want to, um, Toss around um, theory, you can do so. So he, you know, at the end of SmackDown, he came back and he um, did just that. <laughs> Gave theory some F fives and even one that was on the on the on two cases up. Mm-hmm. All right, back to Vince's um, memo to the staff. Oh, to yeah. superstars, your dedication to WWE will ensure our company will continue to grow and prosper. Our organization is nothing without you. You are 
WWE's only natural resource chosen to perform in front of a global audience. Let's back up to this. Our organization is nothing without you. There are two young ladies that we have not seen since before <laughs> the bank pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. Two young ladies. Yeah. Two young ladies are definitely very, very, very popular um, within, within you know, amongst their peers and amongst the WWE um, universe. We probably call them fans now because certain lingo can be used now. So, you know, the way they treated, and probably other stars in the past have been treated the same way and everything. Um, it's just, it's a, that's a, another BS statement, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, is thing. Um, you are, you are, you are all WWE global ambassadors. Carry the WWE flag wherever you go. Wave it high and proud, and bust your ass to be all you can be as a person and as a performer. Go back to the global ambassadors. You know, yes, you know, Titus is that global ambassador who goes and does the charity work. Blah 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 blah. You know, if Miz can go across, um, over across sea, across the across the um, ocean to promote something, and that same with you, McIntyre, they have that certain ones who they promote. Um, I mean, Vince leaving, you know, removes some of the stink off the company, but it's still gonna probably be years and years before that stink to completely gone. Oh, but, definitely, definitely. But to close out the letter, this says, uh, one other thing, I won't be with you, but I'll be watching. Remember to keep your hands up, grab, hold, and sell. By the way, SmackDown let ends live tonight at 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Central or Fox. Vince. Now, I think he did that last night in there because he probably figured that somebody would leak out the, leak out the, um, I, from my, from my, from my viewpoint, he, he sent it out. He said, put it in there because, you know, somebody would leak it out to the press. So he's wanted to say, like, you know, hey, um, SmackDown, you know, it's live, you know, maybe in Boston. Is it in Boston this week? Uh, for SmackDown, yeah. Yeah, they were going to be in Boston. But, um, yeah, so that was a letter that, the, 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 the letter that, you know, at the events, the um, superstars and things like that. Um, yeah, so that was that was you know they came out Friday and everything. So, um, so a lot of people was wondering. They was like, "Hey, so ooh, does this mean that Vince is actually going to be done done with the company? Because you know he, um, you know, it was like." You know, when, they, when he said that he was, you know, stepping down as the CEO, you know, he was like, he's still in charge of creative. You know, he still has his hand on creative. He's not giving up creative. Mm-hmm. All that changed Monday when it was announced. We were trying to we were trying to figure out what's going to happen with creative. It was announced that Triple H would soon um, have a role as the um, as creative. The head of creative, which essentially means that 
Bruce Pritchard was definitely not down a peg or two. <laughs> and right on, on beat, who another person doesn't miss a beat, uh, Conrad Thompson um, sends out a tweet to Bruce Pritchard saying, hey, does this mean that we can record again? Because mm-hmm. with him being back on the road with, um, with WWE, they couldn't record as highly often did and everything. Right. So, um, and another thing, it was just, uh, you know, it was like they were saying, Bruce is still going to be there. And a lot of people thinking that it's been like Kevin Dunn has been trending the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Whereas everybody would say they want him fired. But now it's been reported that he might be on his way out as well, too, but we haven't heard anything about that. Well, the whole old regime is about to hit the bricks, man. Some can go willingly, others can get forced out. (laughs) (laughs) Triple H is and Stephanie about to run through there, and Triple H is in charge of wrestling now. So, you know, he don't have a need for Bruce in that way. You can bring up his people he's been working with from NXT if you need somebody to kind of, you know, be a helper or somebody that can kind of go over. Um, yeah, they were saying, somebody had said, um, they were saying Jeremy Borash needs to be brought up. Okay, Borash, yeah. Forgot he's. Yeah, there was somebody who was saying that. Yeah, he's with the company. <laughs> um, That's just. It's just interesting. Like you said, Dave just, it was like, you know, you can be forced, you can leave willingly, or you can be thrown out on your ass, um, like Fred Fristone was. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, that's just, it's just like, that dog, that dominated the wrestling, wrestling Twitter, wrestling internet, or that, that dominated, that was dominating. I mean, RH had a show that Saturday night, and also, um, we'll talk about, the Gresham's comments and everything, but it's okay. So wait, you know what? Let's talk about that real quick. So, a lot of people are saying that they feel as though with Triple H in charge, certain lines of communication will be open. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people were saying that they feel as though that I think it's like. The person that's really creative don't want to run talent relations because you have to. It's like who you who you going to answer to, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people feel that Triple H is easy to talk to. Just that concerns, he understands the business. You know, he came from he, he was he was one of them. You know, he came he paid his dues. You know, he was he took the fall. Look, look no more talking about fall guys. He took the fall for the curtain call. Mm-hmm. Now, when you talk about people taking the fall, when the curtain call happened, he took the call because Hall and Nash, they was in WCW, and was it Michaels was injured, or he just avoided getting the stake on him. No, he wasn't getting no stake on him. He was a champ. Yeah, he was a champ. Okay, yeah. So, you know, they say, hey, you know, you want to do this this, do this job, which it, was it was that including 
Um, Diving to Warrior. Oh, yeah, that's that uh, King of the Ring, too. Oh, man. The fact that he had... to win, not Stone, not, not Stone Cold. Oh, see? Third call don't happen. We don't get 316. Mm-hmm. Wow. But, but let's just think about it, though. He had to wrestle Warrior. I remember seeing it. I remember seeing this match. He, he, he hits... I'm like, wow. I was like, Triple H wrestling Austin and Warrior. Next thing you know, I see Triple H hit the pedigree and Warrior just popped up like that was was nothing. I was like, the hell is going on? No sold the pedigree. (laughs) Just no sold that joint. This is way before, you know, being in the know about what's going on behind the scenes. Next thing you know, Warrior, you know, hit the, 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 the pressing um, press drop and then the, 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 the smash and the next thing you know the match was over mm-hmm. thanks for coming kids thanks, thanks for coming no if, um, the concession stand is still open you know he, he took he took the heat of that so um, it's just so basically basically you know he's you know, like I said, he, he paid his dues. He came up, you know, through, you know, came up, you know, you know, he played still playing second field, um, playing second field of Shawn Michaels, um, DX, the whole DX and things like that. And um, he, then Shawn Michaels left, and then he finally ascended to that top role. Mm-hmm. You know. He started to show that he was actually, um, you know, built um, built to be in the top in the top role and everything. So you know, you know, like I said, he paid his dues. Did what he had to do. He started after he married Stephanie. Got and, you know they were married you know, for years. And next thing you know, you know, little by little, he was in that. He started to be transitioned and everything into the. Um, you know, he was always backstage creative. He. Um, did you know he was you know always had a hand in certain things that was going on? Um, it was just, you know so you know a lot of the, like the current town said you know he's you know talking to him and you know he talks to him with open door things like that. So on the, on the other channel, um. Jonathan um, um, Gresham, who's black, um, he was he was a former. He lost. He dropped the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship to um, Claudio. His last name. Castanoli. Castanoli. I mean, want to say just. I mean, want to say Cesaro, but I can't say Cesaro. <laughs> uh, first ever uh, World Championship for Claudio. Congratulations. Yes, that's the brass. He said he finally grabbed the brass ring. Um. So, and apparently, from you no, know, from from what Gresham said, there was no communication between him and Tony Khan. So, you know, he didn't have no no dialogue with him or anything like that. And 
it goes to just show, you know, everyone saying Tony Khan's a, a a a great boss to to work with and this, that, and the other. But you know, if you're having a t- um, if you're having a you know a you have a, a champ a, a, you know one of many worlds you know championship champions on you know a brand that you bore outright. And he's, you know, saying I don't ever talk to Tony Khan and things like that. That's weird. That's a problem. It just it just seems real weird that you know, you know, the person who's considered to be a top champion in the company who who was the champion when the um, previous ring of honor went on hiatus, mm-hmm. they'll still take the title and defending it around the world with another championship as well too. You know, and he's saying like the communication, there's like no communication between him and Tony, and Tony Khan. And it's just like, how do you, you know, make that work? How does that work, you know, if he's supposed to be, you know, be in the next, um, you know, you want to be the next revolution in the eight in, um, in wrestling? Mm-hmm. Yes. Not talking to you, one of your top champions. Right. He said it's right. And then it didn't help the fact that um George Aggression wife, Jordan Grace, um, chimed in as well too. Mm-hmm. You know, she already skating on the nights with a lot of wrestling Twitter comments about um Chris Jer I mean Chris DeMarc, sorry. And just like, you know, if you want to be in that role of where you're in charge and everything, you have to have an open dialogue with your Champion. Mm-hmm. I made a joke about this um, while watching NAC about how I love the Blaze came returned to um, that you know NAC and it was referenced about the whole throwing the title in the trash. Now, for a lot of these, a lot of the fans who probably was too young to to remember that or that or don't know why she did it. The reason why she um, dumped the title of trash is because her contract was up. Mm-hmm. Her contract was up with WWE, with the WWE at the time. And she didn't, they didn't want to defend the title or nothing like that. And so she just showed up on Nitro and dropped the title of the trash, which was very controversial at the time. <laughs> I mean, you dropping another another championship from, from your competitor into the trash can, which kind of just kind of like had, you know, made, you know, I guess Vince aware about contracts, things like that, which you can kind of say that it did work, but at the same time, you know, something fell to the cracks because when Mark, was it Mark? I forgot who was that they left, and they said, hey, just to give you a heads up, and Cole's contract was up. You know, and that kind of just caught people off guard too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, trying to have everything under control. But, you know, you know, talent called the Triple H is, you know, that most of everybody has good relationships with him. But it's just wild that this is, you know, this is where they're at right now. You know, they're saying Tony Khan 
saying he didn't talk to Tony Khan. Um, Jonathan Graff said he didn't talk to Tony Khan. So it's like, what? You know, you not just have that dialogue and it's just like, what? What do you gain from it? And Jonathan Gresham was like, hey, um, I'm asking for my release. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm, I'm asking for my upright release. But the thing is, where is he going to go? Is he going back on the independence? Can he choose? I don't know if it's is it, is it, is it the hype thing. We, we, we cover NXT, we go to WWE. <laughs> mm. With Triple H being in charge, WWE is open to more people than it's ever been. Yes. As far as look-wise, height-wise, ability-wise, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to... You can have more of a pure wrestling background and style and be, be on their radar. Um, it's probably going to be harder because they don't have William Regal doing all the work that he was doing before, scouting the globe, keeping mm-hmm. in contact with everybody to to, to have them up, uh, to be able to get in contact with them in an instant. But I think if you're a smaller wrestler like a Jonathan Gresham, a, a more technical wrestler, um, out in the indies or wrestling at AEW and have kind of gotten to the end of your stay there, I think WWE after Friday becomes a more viable option than it was on Thursday of last week. Right. The thing is, would Tony Khan grant him that release and just say, you know, hey, you're free to go. Mm-hmm. They contract of a ninety day no compete cause or why candidate in the business. But we don't know. We haven't heard anything else about um about um about that situation. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna say that, you know, a lot of people just say like the whole communication Things that you have to have a good relationship with your talent, especially the champions. For sure. You know, um, so also back to Vince Man though. But the thing about Vince what they're saying is that he forfeited some shares of his WWE stock for his retirement. So that's definitely um that's definitely, you know, something that that's, that's gets kind of like, you know, eyebrow raising as well, too. There's just um, a lot of uncertainty. It's a lot of excitement, too, I think, though. Yeah. That people have um, with Triple H, Stephanie, running the wrestling side of things, um, trying to project what they're going to do and how they're going to run the company and their uh, vision and estimation and also seeing how much uh, from the sidelines Vince can meddle in their stuff 
because you know he told the talent he he might not be there, but he'll always be watching. What if he doesn't see something he doesn't like? He's just a phone. Call. I'll send Nelson, Nelson, um, send him straight to voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they better do. But well, somebody said I think I was one of my local local podcasts that they, they talked wrestling here, and they was just like, yeah, he always show up and be in catering, you know, talking to you. You know, everybody back in every day and grabbing the plate of food. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for the Daily Beast, they're saying that um, he reportedly he retired hastily from WWE as Fed circled hush money payment. So they were already they were already um, just looking. Yeah, this is definitely this definitely was something that that internally I'm pretty sure they knew maybe a week in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another thing. They said he knew. They said they knew he, that the, the decision for him to retire was made. I think seven to ten days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds about right. About the time that we heard that there's going to be more. Stuff coming down because it's been about a week, ten days since we heard that. Yeah, yeah. So, all coincides together. Yeah. So, um, like I said, it's just been real interesting. It's been a real interesting, you know, couple of days with the rest of the news cycle, and um. Yeah, like you never thought in the lifetime we would see Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, you know, step down, get yeah. up, not like pass away, and they had we to thought, cry we out thought, his hands. We thought, we thought Vince McMahon was going right. We thought Vince McMahon was going, was going to be going to fight this to his dying day, but all that changed in an instant. So another case of he beat all his enemies and crushed his competition and got to the point where he thought nobody could do him in, but in the end, it was his own self who did himself in. Well, you know, the the World Wildlife Fund, you know, they forced him to change his name from WWE to WWF to WWE. No, so... That that happened as well too in the lifetime. Mm-hmm. But he, mm, all he did do now was just keep watching, you know, watch the news to see what um, what happens next with him, mm-hmm. or um. He watched the first, see what changes we made. It's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be a, a, a fun ride for the next six months, eight months. Um, shit, they could go in the lab and be like, Monday we starting fresh. SummerSlam is the cutoff, and here comes the Triple H era full board right now. That's true. I said that they wasn't going to break no changes until 
probably like everybody gonna be double changes being made for the rest of the year, but by Royal Rumble, things will be starting to be expected to be in full effect. Mm-hmm. But you know, you never know. Things could things could change it. Like they said, cause something to change. That is the truth, my brother. That is the truth. Because if you were to tell me on Thursday, hey man, in uh, 24, 36 hours, Vince McMahon is going to retire, I would have been like, hmm, that's definitely. You probably look at it and be like, are you for real? Yeah, that's definitely a card subject to change memo right there. Yeah. I'm like, he's going to retire. He's like, nah, he ain't going to retire. Nah. I didn't think it would happen, but. So new new era of wrestling upon us. Um, our first events without Vince McMahon being the czar of WWE, and um, they got a big weekend ahead of them here at SummerSlam to 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 try to you know organize themselves and get them I mean that's gotta be tough right having this whole big regime change going into this big weekend what is the big four uh, yeah of uh, this big weekend pay per view weekend it's like they can't even get a chance to kind of settle in you know what I'm saying they they gotta go right to work on getting this pay per view uh, off without a hit so whatever has been pre-planned and pre-booked I'm pretty sure it's gonna be what it is and they may tweak it a little bit that's why I'm saying that they may get to Monday and just be like, okay, we've got through SummerSlam. Let's go ahead and, you know, implement our start implementing our stuff on Monday. Let me ask you this. Did um This is about NXT. I, I, I did change the channel a couple of times to watch the Orioles, but did Carmelo Hayes show up on the show? Not that I saw, no. Not this week. Because a lot of people were, because he, he did the, um, when the whole Vince McMahon retirement thing came out, <laughs> out, out of rocket ship. And I'm sitting here like, you want to wrestling? <laughs> Sometimes you just got to lay low. That would have been a good time to just lay low. Go him no trick either, so. No, nah, trick was on there. Going yeah, yeah, you didn't see the Grayson Waller Wesley match. Oh, I did see it. Who innovated what? Uh, Trick was in the crowd and hit him with a damn boxing glove to the back of the head. Knocked him out. Knocked him. Well, he, Wesley made the nine count, got in the ring, and then Grayson Waller hit him with that dumbass roll through the rope stunt. Remember, he had a. Remember, he was doing main roster spots for a brief spell. Mm-hmm. Or the wrong cast, too. Bad enough, my show was going through a lot. They was trying to find some stuff to work, man. Well, hopefully now that 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 um that come through. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll come out when he shows up on Monday Night Raw. Hopefully running with MVP. Yes. But not almost though. I need to be like MVP has you know separate deals with those guys. Cause you know just because they, you know, 
<laughs> Same complexion. They'll throw them in together with each other. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, Carmelo, Carmelo should have just let that one. He should have just kept that one in the drafts. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, man, because you don't want to, because let's say he do get to the main roster in the next year, and they do start pushing him. You know what I'm saying? People going to go back to that tweet and be like, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have some resentment for him. Okay, gotcha. you know, he in the locker room more than just the fans. The fans don't care. They they like that type of stuff. But the boys in the back, you know, they don't necessarily like that stuff. Yeah, so it's a new, it's a, it's a new, like like they say, it's like what they say, why it's a new day, you know, you know, it's a new day for WWE. Well, we'll see how things look going forward. Mm-hmm. They Tony Khan with the watch the dates. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. I'm, I'm gonna say it's gonna be good competition because now he now he got somebody who can who can who can you know do the business with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Triple H wants to wants to go back and say, mm-hmm. remember remember what y'all remember what y'all did. Um, you know, you know, on Tuesday nights causing us to, um, I mean, Wednesdays causing us to move from Tuesdays. Payback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's only gone right, but oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, well. But they say a lot of talent might be looking to, you know, a lot of talent, you know, contracts might be up. I was like, yeah, well, the ones that he might want, you know. They just got there. They just got there. They ain't someone come on manager, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, WWE ain't going nowhere, so. No. Just buy the time. Here's another thing. Here's, here's, another, here's another thing. Here's another thing. A lot of people were saying, you know, if Vince was there, this particular wrestler probably wouldn't probably be on the radar, but it wouldn't be um, as big as a thing, as big as a deal. Mm-hmm. So, what happens with MJF? Does the does the stakes? Okay, a lot of people are saying like he's like you know he's like you know cooled off and everything, but did the stakes you know get higher for him? Depends on how they use him. If uh, he don't get back on Tony's TV no more, he can't get himself over. He, you know, he may fade away, and he might not have as much leverage as he once did because the exposure and the level of being in the front of people's mind is so low. But if Tony puts him back on TV and he can talk and keep reminding folks that you know. You better enjoy me while you got me, because you probably have to see me on the different on, on the other channel in three months, two months, whatever. Then they probably say, probably say this is a new world over there. So yeah, then that makes him be able to drive the value up, his value up, where you know it continues to be a 
a must-see type of thing, and, you know, we got to get him. He's so hot, you know. He set their TV on fire, um, going out of the door, and imagine what he can do for RGB coming in. It would be crazy that he just pops up one day and just, and you know, see, see, if we, that was to happen, he pops up and just attacks someone. Everybody's like, the hell is he doing here? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, hit you up like you do. I said, I don't care what you're doing, but you need to find yourself a peacock now. <laughs> I said, I said, oh, I'll be like, don't, don't, just don't, like, just don't log on to Twitter. Turn your notifications off. Just, and just don't, don't, don't even bother looking at Twitter. <laughs> but, you know, we never, we never know. We never, we never know. All I just want to know is just, you know, just wanted to see what's going to happen in the long run. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we can't say, you know, you know, Vince McMahon, you know, you know, Vince, Vince, clearly, Vince McMahon was out of touch with some things, a lot of things. I wouldn't say the majority of things. Mm-hmm. And now we have, you know, a younger mind, so to speak. I want, really think I want to see Triple H just build someone up, build up somebody that's that's young up in that role. Have like a, a princess or something like they said, you know, you know, just build them up and just say, you know, let's just, I want you to, you know, you know, take notes, you know, I'm gonna ask you questions, things like that, and we'll go from there. And see how that see how that works out. You don't have somebody, you no know, you no know, set them up for the future. Mm-hmm. It's be interesting to see. Yeah man, they gotta figure out how to get the uh star making machine back running again. And uh getting us to care about these people and making them interested yes. some personal yes. issues to to draw in and some good booking and long term stories and it's gonna it's gonna definitely be probably going back to the drawing board. Look, I think a couple of people were just saying like um hold on, here's another thing. Do you think Elias come back? You think he goes home for a while, comes back, rolls the bear out? <laughs> I mean the that that beard right there, that's a that's a years in the making beard. You can't just go away for <laughs> six weeks and come back with that thing. So I don't know. Ooh. So before we end, do you, would, do you think any old talent might come back that's not really that's not doing anything right now? I'm pretty sure there should be somebody. I mean, the first line of business you should be doing is getting on the phone with Sasha and Naomi and trying yeah. to get them back. That if, if if anybody was supposed to be a quote unquote from the outside coming in, that would be the that would be the way I would go. I would try to get those two back in the fold first and foremost, and then anybody else we can work on later. But let's try to you know get our own back in here. Yeah. Underneath our, you know, underneath our direction, um, he's got a great rapport with Sasha. I'm pretty sure he has a pretty good rapport with Naomi. So I'm pretty sure that they're. Feeling... Look, I'm sure. I'm sure that when they're when they, I, I wonder. I wonder if 
if if like any text came back like, yo, I covered that. Y'all y'all see y'all see the no, I'm sure that that was definitely. <laughs> I'm sure that phones were blowing up yeah, like yo. lighting their phones up like, hey, it's safe to come back now. Right. He gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there's so many. Like I said, there's so many benefits to Triple H being the guy in charge of wrestling. From, you know, like you said, being able to interact and talk to the talents and be there to you know lead them and show them what direction they're going in answer their questions um to mm-hmm. you know being able to acquire um people that would never previously probably get a real honest shot in wwe um it, it's just a lot of positives going forward for the company they just have to make sure that they do the proper steps to don't fumble and execute. I mean, they got all the money. They don't have to worry about the money. They don't have to worry right. about running out of money. So that's not going to be an issue. Um, they've got the ratings, so they don't have to worry about the rating. They yeah, just, they just it's gonna be good at the ratings. Yeah, um, they they just the only thing they need to focus on is putting out a very very good product because it's going to be time to negotiate the TV soon. Now, real right, because twenty twenty four will be here and. Here's the real his this will be a real test for Triple H when the NFL returns. Oh that's yeah, will be your first major test. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's my first major test right there. Yeah, September twelfth. I'm pretty sure he's got that circle on his calendar because, uh, you know, that's either gonna be a real, real, real significant show, or you know they may decide to lay low. Um, opening night Monday night football probably be a triple header, so that no, it's, it's, um, I think it's a double. Okay, I think they because I think what they I think what they're doing is what they probably decide to do is I think they're um they're doing like um I, mean, I think they were trying to do like a double at the end of the season as well too the to, um kind of like kind of act the um. I guess the the playoff pushes and everything. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let's see. Week one. Um, yeah. No, it's only one game Monday night, and that's um, Bron- Broncos and Seahawks. Mm. So they're not, they're not doubling up. Um, they're not doubling up um, week one. So... And that's the Broncos and Seahawks, so that should be good. That, well, it's a good one, but they might. I mean, it all depends on the team, how things looking. You might be able to win this one. <laughs> yeah, they better start planning for it now. Yep. Get the jump on the NFL because you know once that thing starts back up, son, he's gonna have a he's gonna have a hard road to hoe until February. Right, that's gonna be a hard road. That's gonna be you go every week. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Mr. Mozart underscore Reese at this time, sir, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Man, dog, we've been talking for some hours, man, but it's always good to talk to you. I was just like, as soon as the news broke, I was like, I said, the levees broke and here we go. The news cycle was going, I said, the mold, I said, the, the segment is going to be, is going to be on, on in fuego. <laughs> Come Tuesday, because we're going to talk. We're going to be talking about everything. We're talking about all this was going on. But you know, shout out to you, shout out to Jay, um, Semi, um, and Walter's boy. Um, you know, holding down for the shows. Um, shout out to Spaces crew. You know, doing a wonderful job um, with the spaces every week. I'm sure they're going to be. We will be live. We will be live this weekend for Summer Slams. For Summer Slam, we'll be. You know, we want to change commentary for color. Do so. And like I said, if I'm running it, better make sure somebody can vouch for you because I might bring you up. I can keep my spaces peaceful and troll free. Um, that one they might they might be they might be nice to let you come up and speak, but me, nah, we here that foolishness. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, shout out to our Spaces crew, shout out to uh, Jupiter Julep, shout out to Miss B, Madame Lizette, Queen Mount Mindy, um, shout out to uh, Sam, Ray, Dee Dee, the landlady, uh, first of all, is approaching. Um, shout out to Mel, because Mel always gives shout outs, shout out to Classic, uh, shout out to Roll Up. Sonny, shout out to um to Word, aka Jerome. Shout out to um and shout out to just like everybody that rocks with us, you know, every week in the hashtags. It's great to see y'all commentary. I love reading with y'all y'all thoughts, you know, having back and forth with sports with y'all. Um, it's all good. You know. That's why I like our our collect our community because you know we can talk, you know, we do you know, like when we um this this shared out share the conversation and we just talk about you know what, what's going on, what's think what's happening, things like that. You know, it's like the news, you know, you don't have to always wait for this for the podcast to come around. We talk um amongst ourselves in the on Twitter. We definitely drop that we definitely drop that tweet and be like, let's go. <laughs> I know Dawn probably you probably sit there like, God damn it. <laughs> Something happened because your phone blowing up probably said, Why is my phone? <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Mo, to the underscore Reese once again for joining me here on this very eventful week and uh, landmark episode of the Rawcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you to everybody out there who listens to the podcast each and every week. Greatly appreciate you listening. Uh, remember to give the podcast five stars, review the shows. It uh, helps with the algorithm to get people, uh, you know, attention on the shows. More listens means bigger and better things for the network. Uh, thank you to Miss Didi Jonet and Miss Jason Max, Miss Simi, uh, Anwar Starwin, Terry's Boy, uh, Miss Jupiter Julep, uh, Miss B, all the Russell Bays and gorgeous ladies of the Russell cast, uh, the Twitter Spaces crew, Black Howland, uh, Kyle Wren, uh, Black Marvel. Thank those guys for all the work that they do each and every week helping me uh, run the Twitter Spaces. 
um, the Patreon page over on patreon.com forward slash CSPN media. Uh, you can find me and Miss Simi breaking down AEW Dynamite each and every week. You can also hear more banter amongst myself, Mo, Jay to the Max, Miss Simi. So uh, check out the Patreon page. Shout out to the guys over at the Comic Book Chronicles as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a new episode out and about. Uh, so please check those guys out. Support the podcast. With your oh, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely going to check them out. Um, <laughs> and um, that Darth was on the Black Panther, um, the Wakanda Forever trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And if they didn't talk about it this week, they probably will talk about it on the next episode. But I, can't, I, I definitely want to hear their thoughts about it because a lot of people, oddly, a lot of men were kind of upset at the trailer. And I'm like, why? I'm like, uh, I'm like, they like, well, the rules of men wasn't represented in the trailer. I'm just like, give me a, I'm like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> the movie's not about, well, I mean, you know, it is, but it, the, the story isn't really about him this time. No, it's not. It's just that, that scene, the, the scene, this that opening, that, that just the scene that they showed them when all white and just, and they on the beach crying, and then Angela Bassett, they and they and then Ron Coogler throwing that Angela Bassett line in there. Everybody was like, "Listen, <laughs> it was like, look, if you was on the fence, if you was on the fence to go see it, that pushed you over the fence to go to go see it because mm-hmm. she delivered that line. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. <laughs> November, <laughs> November eleventh, we'll be like this, something like this. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> Matter of fact, when soon as tickets goes on sale, I'm going right to my Sinmark, my Sinmark um, thing, and getting my free ticket. I'm going to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I make sure I have, make sure I have my credits oh, on hand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that may be the 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 one that brings everybody back to the movies in earnest. You know, listen, I, like I said, if you see me crying. You know, mind your business. Because <laughs> I, I, I said that because I said the last Marvel movie, the only Marvel movie I cried in was Endgame, and that was around the time my mother passed away, and I was still dealing with that. So seeing Tony pass away, that was just like, you know what? I couldn't take it. I, I was done. So this one, I'm definitely gonna be on some old like, you know, tears and and Kleenex and leave me down on the hole because. We, we we definitely gonna be feeling the emotion. The emotions is definitely gonna be high with this one. Mm-hmm. But another funny, remember before we go, another funny thing was that um, it was people at an AMC saying that you need to add soul food to your menu. Somebody <laughs> somebody said you can either add it to the menu or I'm gonna bring it myself. Oh. Is <laughs> 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 it the choice is up to you? He's <laughs> well, honest about it. People was like, people was like, I don't want to see y'all doing what y'all did to the last one, and I was like, shoot, step that shit up, because <laughs> you know we was definitely, because that was that was definitely a, a movement, just seeing people just how they how that just brought the masses out and how everybody just took it, mm-hmm. everybody just took it and just just um just um. They just took it all in, so this was definitely going to be. Um, no, what's that? What's that? Uh, I think it was, um, like uh, Marvel said, we, we unite, we, um, 
we unite day one or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> so you already know our crew is already waiting for it. Well, like oh, one more, one more thing. Uh-oh. One more thing. One more thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is something restaurant related. Now we had had the heavy, heavy news drop for the week. Now, now, sir. Mm-hmm. Are you expecting anything to happen major this week? I want, I want, I want to be ready for this. Nah, I think I think they gave us enough that we can handle for this week. Okay. I think they'll wait till next week and give us a, a little bit more. But for this week, we were still. I mean, between what happened Friday and what happened Monday with Triple H being named uh, head of creative uh, and Bruce being out, and you know Kevin Dunn potentially. Uh, looking for a soft landing spot to land. Um, yeah, I think I think they got enough out there for this week. Yeah, you probably say, yeah, hey, we, we we good. We we gave them a lot to talk about. We we gonna we gonna we, we gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just fall back, and then uh, they'll have plenty of time to get the rest of the stuff out. Oh, man, who would have thought Vince McMahon does out a retirement tour on a Friday afternoon? Yeah, man. Take it to the house. Take it to the house. All right, y'all. We see y'all next week. Peace (laughs) out. Thank you for listening to the Rawcast. Stay tuned for the parting promo. He's nervous, you know what I'm saying? New York, take it easy on him. He's a little nervous. It's his first time, all right? I get it. Hey. Wise man, we like him, right? We we like him. He's all right. I can appreciate what you're trying to do, but let's be honest here. You have no clue what you're doing with that briefcase right now. As a matter of fact, I think he needs a wise man. You need somebody to counsel you. But here, I. I'll be that guy for the night, all right? Here's some uh, words of wisdom for you, Theory. I want you to start looking around. I want you to analyze this situation here, you understand? Your daddy's not here anymore. This is my ring. You heard him. Daddy's gone. Cause if he keeps messing up, the tribal chief is gonna be his daddy. But we don't want that because we want you to understand the situation here. I run the garden now.